No, I. Oh, I started. Oh, we got stuff to talk about. But da 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 da. But da 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 da. Too much. Not enough, I think. People of our podcast. Hey everybody. Hey everybody. Welcome. Yeah. The trip's right with Ralph and Dave all set. We'll tag team this biatch. <laughs> I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. Hey everybody. We are um, so happy. Yeah. It's Super Bowl week. Super it's Bowl Super homeboy. Bowl homeboy. Straight Super Bowl cash homeboy. homie. Super Bowl homeboy. Um, yeah, we got we got uh, a podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and we're Dave together. Came unprepared today. I'm prepared. no notebook. Don't need no, it. No computer, nothing. Don't need it. Don't need it. I got my cell phone. I got my brain. My brain phone. You're, I don't just even know what that means. off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we All got. Right, so we got Super Bowl. We got Super Bowl. Uh, some some NFL news. NFL news and notes. Um, I gave you I gave you a topic, a little trade topic mm, for us sure to talk did, about. And I so. read it and I thought about it, so we can talk about okay, it. Okay, sounds yeah. good. I I figured I I kind of bombard you with these topics, don't give you a chance to even think about it ahead of time. So I like it. And there's a reason I brought up that topic. Yeah, there's so, a oh. there's a method to yes, your madness. Yeah, there is a method to my madness. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. not always. This yeah, time, yeah. Um, so we can talk about that and the the um trade offers that kind of led to my thought on that trade topic. I had a couple trade offers I can talk about as well this time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe we start with this. I, I, uh, so my, my students, so I had a, uh, there's some kids that weren't getting along. There were some friendship issues, you know, that kind of stuff. And so being a kid is tough. We had a talk about, um, you know, as you get older, are, are you the same as you get old? Like, are your interests the same? Do you like the same things? Do you like to do the same things? Is your personality the same as you get older? Well, no. Mm. I said, okay, so your friendships probably change too then. Okay. Mm. I said, you guys are going to get to middle school next year. You have a bigger pond. There's going to be people you stay friends with from, from you know, from fifth grade. And there's going to be people you drift away from. You're going to make new friends. Mm-hmm. That'll happen again in high school, again after high school, you know, wherever your path may take you, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. And so I said, well, so if people change and, you know, the things that maybe would make, you know, that their friendship might be based on might change, what what would lead to, to a couple of people staying friends for a really long time? Like if I have a friend that I've known for like a lot of my life, like mm. since we were kids, yeah. what would what would lead to like what would lead to that friendship continuing and they you know they had some smart alecky answers as they normally do of course there you'll see why i'm sharing this one i'll get to the thing but uh but they said you know somebody who has your back somebody who's nice to you 
somebody who you um, who you get along well with, same sense of humor, you know, those kind of things. I said, okay. So then I put up a picture of my groomsmen, of my wedding party. And I said, let's take a look. This is my, These are my groomsmen. These are my guys. These are guys who stood up with me at my wedding. It's your wolf pack. I said, let's go through this for a second. And I, oh, and I had already, I had underneath each one, like how long I've known him. So yeah. I said, well, this is my brother. He's, he's, a, he's a different situation. He's a I've known him, yeah. you know, for his entire life, whatever. All right. This is Hans. I've known Hans for 24 years. Met him when we were 15, starting high school. This is Ryan. Known him for 24 years since we started high school. This is Travis. Known him for 24 years since we started high school. Went to the other side. This is Joe. I've known him for 29 years. Since fifth grade, when I moved to Minnesota, he was one of the first friends I made. We played basketball together. This is, um, well, Christian I teach with, so they knew him already. I was like, known him 16 years since we started teaching together. Mm -hmm. I said, this is Dave. I've only known Dave six years technically, but I've known his wife 23 years. Mm -hmm. Met her halfway through high school or beginning high school, whatever. I said, and then this is Zach. Zach is my neighbor, so he's a little bit of a different situation. We met as adults, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and I said, these are like the guys I'm closest with, like in my life. Known them all a very long time. I said, are we the same people we were when I met them? Am I the same as these guys as I was in high school? They're like, no. I said, okay. So then why are we friends? Because they're good guys. And then I went through again. I'm like... Hans, I'm the I'm the godfather to his to his uh, son. Mm-hmm. Hans, Ryan, Joe. I left you off just because you joined later. But I said I've been in a fantasy football league with these guys since senior year of high school, mm-hmm. 2001. I said Travis, I go to trivia with every single week. At least I see him once a week for our you know for the last 10 years. Yeah. I said Joe just texted me last night about going to Dave Matthews Band because I go to a concert with him every summer. Um, Christian I see every day, because we obviously, you guys see him every day too, he teaches mm-hmm, across mm-hmm, the hall. Mm-hmm. And then I got to you, and I said, Dave, I see every single week, we record a fantasy football podcast together. We've been hanging out every single week, once a week, for three years. It's a long time. And that was when I realized that this group has never heard that I do a podcast. Oh. Because it was, you know, we were out, of, we weren't in person for a long time. Yeah. So this is a new group of kids. They've never heard that. That's right. So we could have been. So then, but no, but the, this no, but this, time. yeah, but that's where this goes. But yeah. they, then of course they're. Well, what's your podcast? You have a podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Yeah. I said, guys, here's the deal. It's, it's not. It's not that it's inappropriate. It's just not for you. Like mm. it's not a kid thing. Yeah. It's my buddy and I talking fantasy football. I try my, you know, I try to make good choices with what I'm saying, you know, and use Their good dads language. Might like it. Sometimes, sometimes Dave yeah. uses a bad word, you yeah, know, it's... and it's not that I, I'm not trying to hide it from anyone, but it's, it's not for you guys. Uh-huh. So we're just going to leave it at that. Do you people listen? I said, you know, we've got 20 people that listen pretty mm-hmm. consistently, yeah. you know, yeah. um, but that's, that's why I was going there is because I mentioned that I have it. And so now, of course. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they if they find it or not? But, yeah. um, but I but I was pretty proud of the, and I'm going to talk about it on the podcast with Zach too when we finally record again. Um, just that lesson of kind of who you surround yourself with, because uh, but I I thought it was a good message, but I just thought it was funny that it was like, oh, spill the beans, we have a podcast, yeah. 
And if any of them wants to actually sit and listen to the person who they have to listen to all day, every day, talk about fantasy football, I feel like that's kind of their problem. <laughs> I don't know why they would they're, put themselves or through that. Or they're really fans of fantasy or football. Or they're really fans of fantasy football. Or they just think I'm really funny. Yeah. Most of them humor me. Yeah. I do have some good stories. You do have good stories. <laughs> um... <laughs> Talk about friends you've had a long time. Have you had any pieces of clothing you've had for a long time? Is that a serious question? Yeah. And then, uh, like, just one day it randomly breaks on you and you go through, like, this, like... Well, it's like Seinfeld with, you know, I with uh, Golden Boy. No. Do you don't know what I'm talking about? No. I've never watched Seinfeld all that much. Are, There's, like, you... three episodes I'm familiar with. <sighs> My heart just broke a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you, we've had this conversation. Well, I guess our friendship could only go so far. You know, like my, anyway. the job. No, I, I knew do, you didn't watch The Office. I didn't yeah. know you didn't watch Seinfeld. Yeah, we've talked about it. Okay. The I job know. I do, you know, we have to deal with people losing loved ones and dealing sure, with grief, sure, and sure. we go through grief training all the time, once a quarter, you know, because we have to recognize it and deal with it. Um, so today, I uh, my belt buckle blew up. <laughs> Wait, blew up? Yeah, it just, I've had this belt. It ceased to exist. For years. Okay. And I went through some levels of grief. Sure. Because this has been my go-to belt. It's uh, one of those Swiss uh, gear belts. It doesn't have the holes. It's got the ridges and you, you clank it through. Sure. Love that belt. I talked it up when I got it. Y- you don't think about it when you have it. It's when it's not working, mm. like when you hurt your back or something or your core. You don't know what you got yeah. till it's gone. So, uh, not Dave to go, broke his belt. Not to go into too much <laughs> and detail. Now his pants fall down. I was at that work. was so good. That wasn't bad. Oh man, yeah. I just came up. With so I, I was, was awesome. going to the bathroom okay. and I'm gonna try to refocus. I'm sorry, my belt wasn't working. Yeah, it's like what is happening? I look down and well, look. there's a mechanism. It's different than just the thing through the hole. Yeah, like it's a mechanism. So there were there's two pins oh. that keep it together, and one of the pins was gone. Oh, so it was precariously hanging on. Just and then I get home and our neighbor's over and I'm like, babe, I got bad news, and she's all like what oh gosh and then you said my belt i broke. said my belt broke <laughs> did she punch you in the face so i lift up my sweatshirt <laughs> and the other pin came out somehow and so it's just resting on the belt and i almost cried wow it was that sad so she's like you can't do that to me you can't say you have bad news and say your freaking belt broke because she thought like i lost my job or someone died no. And now I have to go through the whole process of buying a new belt. And I don't like buying stuff. Like, my shoes that I have, I have a pair of Skechers, Ralph. Skechers? Yeah. That I've had for you years. You skateboard home? Or? I have <laughs> duct tape inside of it. Wow. I have super glued the rubber together. It's time to just get a new pair of no, Skechers. No, but they're so comfortable. That's the thing. Well, sure. They're part of your foot now. She had my mom for Christmas get me a DSW gift card in an effort to get more. So I might just get a belt from DSW since <laughs> I've got a gift card. And yeah, It's very adulting of you and to now just the, have this big plan to get a new belt. The belt I'm wearing now is my fat belt. Okay. I had to cut a hole. Oh, sure. New or no, my, my, no, my skinny my belt would skinny be punching belt. a new yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to punch a new hole in it, and I had trouble finding the hole because <laughs> it's been a while since I've worn that belt. Wow. So now it is my fat belt. 
Uh, I actually do have kind of a funny re um, related story about clothes you've had forever. Uh, we had our we had our um, school spelling bee on Monday. Oh yeah. And my mom, who used to teach in my school and mm -hmm. is now retired, yeah. she's she comes and she does the pronouncing. That's awesome. She likes to come be involved. She does a good job. She does the re she looks into every word, make sure she's yeah. got the right pronunciation. Yeah. We love your stuff. mom. Yeah. So then she stops in my classroom. And my my kids were very. They're like, your mom, your mom, whatever. Yeah. Um, when I was introducing the spelling bee, because I'm the one in charge of it, so I was going through the rules, talking to the audience and stuff. I said, "All right, the pronouncer is Pam Sievert. Yes, that is my mom." Mm -hmm. And the crowd laughs, you know. And I, I said, "She used to teach here. It's not as random as it seems. Right. It's not just oh, hey, there's Ralph's mom, but and she has great diction and she pronunciation. Does. Yes, yeah. yes, very um." Yes. Uh, so so she, she stops by my classroom to meet my kids afterward. And I have never had a group of students so excited to ask my mom questions about me oh. as a child. Yeah. They're like, did Ralph ever get grounded? What's his the most embarrassing moment? Was he ever naughty? Yeah. What was your reaction when you found the calcium chews? That's my one of my best stories. Um, I'll save it if, if if anybody wants to hear the calcium chews story. I'll share it next week, but um, <laughs> it's the it's the one my kids enjoy the most. But um, she oh I know like, that story. Yeah, I think I've shared it before. Yeah. So she bombards. Uh, they bombard her with all these questions and. My mom didn't didn't necessarily answer the way I would have wanted her to. She's like, "No, he wasn't naughty until he got to college." Mm. Um, and then I found out a bunch of stuff he did later. I'm like, "Okay, mom, that's not come on." And they're like, like, "Keep going, keep going." And then she said something along the lines of, um, or, "Or did he dress in an embarrassing way?" They asked that, and she said, "Well, he just wore all his all of his clothes ten times too big." And I said, Mom, it was the 90s. You wore things baggy. Jabos, you know, you sagged jinkos, your pants, yeah. you wore your clothes big, whatever. And I said, it may seem crazy, but I have clothes that I have had since middle school mm -hmm. that I can still wear because they were so big. In fact, you can go on YouTube right now and find a video of me and a group of friends in high school, Joey, I'm talking to you, Joey and jo no, Joe doesn't listen, but Joey, I think listens to mm -hmm. us. Joey from frozen. Yeah. We did a extra credit video for Spanish class. It was a commercial for Agua. And <laughs> in the video I'm wearing an Ohio state football t-shirt. I was a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. T-shirts upstairs wore it the other day, and it is gigantic. <laughs> awesome. Even now, and I'm 50 pounds heavier. That's anyway, great. so yes, I do have clothes I've, I've owned forever. You but I am in a big kick right now of replenishing my wardrobe. Mm. So, like, buy a new quality dress shirt, donate a shirt that's got stained collar that I've had forever. Yeah. You know, one in, yeah. one out, one in, one out. <clears throat> like These it. joggers I'm wearing right now. Yeah. I know what you're thinking, boy, Ralph, those really accentuate your legs, but I'm eyeing a pair of Legends joggers that are legit, and these will be going in the donation pile once I get those joggers. Great. Then, and it, you know, if you had not said they were joggers, I'd say they'd be slippers. No, 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 no. The pants. 
Oh, the pants. These are jo- joggers. You, I, you did this. I thought you were no, talking about I was slippers. You, I was showing you my legs. Jesus the slippers Christ. are not joggers. Look, they accentuate yeah. everything. Where's the flood? See? It's time. They're very cozy. They look like it. So, <sighs> anyway. speaking of spelling bees. If only we were on YouTube. Yeah, this is my... <laughs> speaking of spelling bees, boy, we're just going connections. It's like bake Kevin Bacon over here. Have you seen the movie Bad Words? Yes. With, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, um... Uh, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a good one. It yeah. was. It's a real sleeper too. Yeah. Claire and I were just looking for something to watch. She heard about this one. We watched it. We're like, this is funny. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen the movie Bad Words, go see it. You will thank us. Not kid friendly. No, but he befriends an Indian kid, <laughs> and well, hilarity ensues. It's a spelling bee. That's yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember really enjoying it. I don't remember much about it other than having a spelling bee. Oh, I remember. I've seen it like ten times, so. Um, Elephant in the Room. Did you watch the Pro Bowl? Um, Do you I watched... pay any attention to the Pro Bowl at all? So the boys are really excited to watch the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I'm more excited about the skills competition. We watched that, too. I've that seen was... clips of that in the past. I never Thursday. watched it when it's actually So on. how they had it, they had, uh... Uh, a quarterback and a non-quarterback in the first round. It was AFC versus NFC. Mm-hmm. So they had targets to throw to, uh, some moving targets, some closer than others. Um, second round was a um, fastest man competition. Okay. So a couple wide receivers, a couple D-backs ran. Um, and then there was uh, a challenge <laughs> where a quarterback threw two walls – of different size holes with different points, and then mm-hmm. there were D-backs trying to block. I've it seen that one in the past. It. That's yep. a fun yep. one. Yeah. So um, they have to fake out the defender right. and get points yeah. by getting yeah. it in yeah. the hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the th- uh, the fourth one's always dodgeball. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember watching the dodgeball. Yeah, ball and one so yeah. the boys were all over it because uh, just well, Jefferson, you get to see their personalities yeah. a little bit. That's the fun just part. Jefferson was in it. Uh, and Nolan's, you know, the, the Packer fan, he's like, it's Devontae Adams. I don't see Devontae Adams. He wasn't in it at all. So he was he was not happy. What um, a stick in the mud. But then Sunday, uh, the boys, we had basketball. Uh, and then two of them went to a friend's house right after basketball. And I was thinking the Pro Bowl would be at night. And it wasn't. It was like at like 3 o'clock. Yeah, my phone popped up that it was starting. Yeah, so we, me and Nolan caught the end of it. And it was like two in touch. It was it was terrible. I I had things popping up on my phone, and and when I went to, uh, when I went to the NFL app and started looking through it, like the highlights and stuff. Mm-hmm. On first glance, without actually too, paying too much attention, it looked like there were like a weird amount of pick sixes. Did I remember seeing that correctly? I don't know. Like Miles Garrett with a pick six and Jalen or not Jalen Ramsey he wasn't in there but I don't know yeah it was just I I remember seeing that there were like a lot yeah. of pick sixes to me it just I comes, expected the score to be seventy five to yeah. you know 80 I or I whatever. don't like any All Star games at all but I like the things that lead up to the All Star games you know the skills competitions the slam dunk contest three point shootout home run derby celebrity softball game I like all that stuff but the but, actual uh, all-Star game or Pro Bowl game itself, I can't stand but it. But football is for sure the worst All-Star, oh, all-star it, game because you can't play it without 
actually hitting yeah. each other. I mean, and none of them are willing to risk the NBA is not. I know you don't watch NBA anymore, but <clears> the <throat> NBA All Star Game is terrible. The final score is like one eighty to one seventy. Yeah, just no defense at all. Yeah, and then the best part was, I saw a clip of uh, Kamara running through and getting two hand touch, and he was down. And then there's a clip. I forget the year. Um, but it was Moorhead was running the ball, and then here comes Sean Taylor. Wait, do you mean Woodhead? No, it was an old one. Moorhead, who's yeah. that? I want to. I don't know. I, I guess think it yeah. But Sean Taylor comes up, boom, just levels him, and you don't see that in All Star games. Well, you want him know. to be competitive, oh, yeah, you know. Of course you do, but it's not. No, yeah. it's not fun. And then the worst part is. You know, all the stars that get voted in, they don't end up playing anyways because mm. they've done it before. And they could care less about being in the Pro Bowl. You know, they just want to be voted in as a starter, and they probably just want the extra pay bump for making it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you get people in, like, your favorite guy, Cousins, makes it because Rodgers doesn't go. And you got all these second-rate players making it because everyone else doesn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, if you make the Super Bowl, you're not playing in the Pro right. Bowl anyways. So. But and I think that's also... I think that's also a bad way to do it. It does that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, you don't get the honor of the Pro Bowl just because you made the Super Bowl. Like, there no. needs to. But you, I mean, I've told you my idea for the Pro Bowl, right? I don't remember. You play a game of Madden, and you either have guys from the team playing Madden, yeah. where it, where it's actually structured with the actual players on the two teams, or I think you get you get the two best Madden players in the country. You mm-hmm. know, because there's the competitive Madden players or whatever. And then you have all of the guys who are in the game. They're all mic'd up, and they're in like a round table watching the game, joking and commenting oh. about it. That's that would be great. You'd see their personalities. The game's being played virtually. There's no injuries. Yeah. I think that would be great. Well, I know. Uh, I think it was Jefferson and and Tyreek Hill actually played each other, and that was part of the festivities too. Played Madden. each other what Madden? Madden, yeah. Hmm. But uh, but yeah. Uh, Oh, and then they had a, uh, a a trick catch competition too, where they would like jump off of uh, trampolines and do flips and stuff, and then catch the ball. That was fun. So that was like the NFL's version of a slam dunk competition. Hmm. And uh, Trevon Diggs was doing flips, and hmm. um, Jefferson transferred the ball and one handed it. So it was. It was I could see good. your boys really loving loving all that. Yeah, they they ate that up. Yeah. It was it was great to watch. Well, yeah, they gotta they gotta see all the moves for that that they need to practice once. It's and warm actually, out. so that was Thursday night last week. The first words out of their mouth was, "Is it on yet? Is it on yet?" Like it's not until six. Okay, so should we eat now or should we eat after? I'm like, well, we can eat now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Kamara, yeah. I mean, there's some news going on around the NFL. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, should we just start with him? Yeah, we can start with him. I mean, we should start. No, we should start with Brady retiring. The goat is done. Yes. I don't think he's actually done. A lot of people are thinking that. He claim it. We it says he's retiring. Yeah. I don't think he's done. Yeah, I know. It's. Do you it, think he's done? I don't know. I mean, you you get the itch. Zach was telling me he just met with the 49ers. Yeah, we were talking about that too, and. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Because, I mean, that would be the ideal team to have Brady. You know, the team that's a quarterback away. Have Lance sit for a year 
under Brady. I mean, I how think awesome. once Lance hits twenty nine, I think he'll really be ready. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Just have him sit <laughs> under Brady, then have him sit under Rogers. No, he could just sit under Brady till Brady's fifty, and then you put bring in Lance. Yeah, he's not playing till fifty. If Brady's having doubts now about playing, you don't think he's not going to keep teasing it every okay. year until he's fifty. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think what I heard is one of the main reasons he would come back is to prove that his whole TB12 method actually works. You know, it's it's his diet that he's on, his whole regiment that he's on, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of pimp that further. He's like, hey, I can go back at 45 because I'm doing the TB12 method and it works. And he's going to just start, you know, pimping that out to everybody. And you love guys our age doing the TB12 method. I just want the chiseled jawline. I don't understand how he eats, though. I mean, I feel like if he ate a grape, his heart would explode. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, whatever he's doing. And, I mean, it helps that he's a millionaire. Sure. Right? And he doesn't have to, you know, do a normal job like we do. So he can take the He can time. literally dedicate all of yeah. his time to to being, yeah. That's why all these athletes are in such great shape. Well, sure. They have no life. Their life is training and eating right and... yeah. Zach and I have talked about that. Like, if we if we actually won the lottery and could retire and just be left to our own devices, work out for a couple hours a day, have a trainer that would tell us oh, exactly what to yeah, do. You'd have a personal chef that yeah, would cook meals, yeah, delicious but healthy. I'd yeah. have I'd have one of those infinity pools in my backyard. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with health. That's just oh no no, <laughs> what's the one? Where you can swim in. That's just a constant oh, wave. That, like they had in the mean. Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother house for Ryan Lochte. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or just a huge pool to do laps in. Okay. I love swimming. I mean, I can't swim, so. Yeah, I love swimming. It's a great exercise. All right, so we both, uh, you know, Tom Brady, maybe done, maybe not, but yeah, I mean, as I'm, of now, he's retired. As of now, he's retired, but honestly, I'm 50-50 because his plan is to sign a, a one-day contract for the Patriots and retire a Patriot. I mean, that makes sense it does and you if, would think if he retired a buccaneer it'd be a Come huge on. fu right and he would be vilified if yep. that happened yep agreed um that would but wasn't there a... something in his speech where he did not mention the patriots at all yeah but he went back and and i think he took out an ad and he so ended he up thinking people yeah he fixed it must have slipped his mind he fixed it i think he did it on purpose hmm. i think he he's calculated he knows what he's doing. That dirty Michigan Wolverine. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. All right, so Alvin Kamara, what did he do? He got in a little scrap. Yeah, he stomped on someone 20 times or so. Like a nightclub fight Just, or something, I, right? Um, I mean, pretty bad. The best part is, though, here's my favorite part. I'm trying to think if they still own him anywhere. Point for carry. It's uh, obviously tragic that he got in a fight and he beat somebody up, but this happened before the Pro Bowl, and the authorities let him play instead of arresting him. That doesn't make any sense. That's ridiculous. How privileged are you that you can beat somebody up? How privileged are you? But, hey, tell you what, Alvin. We'll arrest you after the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I've heard anywhere from like... I can understand maybe if it was the Super Bowl, but for the Pro Bowl, what was the point of that? I've heard anywhere from like he could face a few years in prison from it that won't happen and then uh at most he'd miss like six games of a season so okay yeah yeah well all right but you know of all the people who i think would get in trouble and i mean having it in vegas is not the best thing anyways true 
which is just dumb on their part. Yeah, they've got the the new it's stadium. It. It's asking for it. Yep. Just ask Henry Ruggs, you know? You can't be in a city like that and be a professional athlete. Speaking of memes, memes, memes. We weren't memes. speaking of them. But uh, did you see the one that was um, talking about how unfair it is that two years in a row now we've had a Super Bowl team with a home field advantage? No. And the solution is they're just going to have every Super Bowl in from Dallas. now on in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. I laughed and I laughed. Yeah, that's pretty good. But uh, of all the people that you would get in trouble, I don't. I didn't think Kamara – had it in him. I uh, didn't think he, he was. Seemed like uh, seemed like he made good choices. Yeah, I didn't think he was a bad boy. Yeah, once they get the syrup in him, yeah, get all antsy in their pants. All antsy in their pantsy. Super troopers. Yep. All right. What else you got for news? You said you had it all up in the casa. Uh, I mean the cabeza, not the casa. Yep. Sean. We're in the casa. Your cabeza. Sean Payton stepped down. Yep. Oh yeah, a lot of coaching stuff. Yep. And so uh, their uh, coordinator on defense took over. Yep. Very boring. His name fails me. Dennis Allen. Yep. Took over. Um. And uh, Lovey Smith, yep, coach of the Texans with an now. epic beard. I love his beard. He's got a great yeah. beard. Yeah, he's uh, he's my beard spirit animal now. Yeah. It's well kept, uh, great coloring to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And then I, because I first I saw him with the beard, I'm like, that's Lovey Smith. Yeah, that's Lovey Smith. Um, and then. The uh, I, I Josh McDaniel, yes, in I can't remember where he went. Oh, Vegas, no, Vegas, no, not Vegas, Vegas, yeah, yeah. he's in Vegas now. Uh, so hopefully, he doesn't pull the old uh, rope a dope and decide he doesn't want to do it this time. Yeah, hopefully, they'll stick with it. Yep, is that the Colts he did that too? Yeah, yeah, and then um, the guy that's the, the uh, Dolphins' new head coach, I forget his name, but he's a the doofus. A doofy looking guy. And the big thing with him now is his dad is black and his mom is white. And well, this is the guy from the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shanahan disciple guy. Daniels, I think I want to say his name is. It's McDaniel. McDaniel. Josh McDaniels, and then this is something McDaniel. Yeah. So the whole big hubbub now is they let go of Flores, you know, and people are doing a whole race thing about it and. Uh, now they're hiring this guy, and he says, and I'm I'm part black. So there was a huge thing about that, too. So this whole damn racial inequality thing. Stephen A. Smith had some interesting comments about that. but Did he? I really don't think we should get into that. Probably here. not. Yep. Yeah. And I was actually talking with a guy at work. Uh, we don't have to talk about it now, but about the whole Rooney Rule thing, mm-hmm. which is just a sham. I, I hate that Rooney Rule. They got to... They need to fix that stuff, but well, the... I mean, what's tough is if a team has a guy in mind they want, and you know they've got a you know like say Brian Flores for example, you know they bring him in, knowing full well they're not going to hire him, they don't they already have a guy picked out, but they still have to interview a uh, a coach of color. I mean, it's they need to fix that. It's like it's a slap in the face if they. Yeah, that's that's all I'm thinking. It's terrible. It's this world coming to. Yes. So, yes. Um, I lost my train of thought. It I was going to try to get us to something else. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm happy to have the conversation. I'm not going to do it here. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, Super Bowl. Yes. Are you... How do you feel about the Super Bowl coming up? I'm excited. Because we didn't get to talk last week. I was flying no. solo. Yeah. And great job, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate and, it. I listened to yours. It was also solid yep, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, listened to yours. And uh, Godsmack, I texted you this that I'm yeah. going with Waylon. Yeah. So I will be there as well. Yeah. We'll um, have to meet up. Yeah. Have a brewski or tooski. Uh, and then I uh, have a few song recommendations for you for Godsmack as well. Well, I'll do what I normally do when I go to a concert that I'm not as familiar with. Is yeah. I'll just I'll just go to Spotify, play. Yeah. I'll just play them on shuffle when I'm in the car they've for the got, week before. Or they've something. got a good song called Shine Down. That's a that's a jam. Okay. So we can play that on the break, and you can listen to it. Okay. It's got a great harmonica open to it. If we have a break, we might not have enough to go on. Oh sure, I, I do like a good harmonica. <laughs> um, but with this Super Bowl, if you think of all the possible combinations that could have been mm-hmm. right this was probably not on anybody's radar Bengals rams rams yes right but Bengals, Bengals no, no. like people you're thinking um packers bills packers chiefs you know niners chiefs um titans whatever so if you go down even the top 15 20 matchups nowhere is it the Bengals and the bills or the Bengals and the rams correct which is crazy correct and i love it it's like i think i saw it's the lowest or it's the highest seated lowest or highest however you want to look at it uh matchup oh yeah two number four seeds yeah 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 and i mean the you know the the top seeds lost right away and they just kept losing it's it's been a a really fun playoffs to watch it has. I'm excited because it's two teams that I genuinely would be fine with either mm-hmm. team winning. It's the same way I felt last year with Brady and Mahomes. Yep. I was fine with either team winning. So I I don't have any emotional investment. I just get yeah. to enjoy it. I'd be happy with Burrow winning. Yep. I'd be happy with Stafford winning. And the just the stories too of, you know, both the quarterbacks. You've got Burrow who, you know, first year he gets hurt, comes back. Three years ago, nobody wanted to be on the Bengals. You know, there was dissension in the locker room. Um, nobody wanted to go there. It's amazing what a quarterback will do. Huh? Yeah, and a coach. You get a coach, you get a quarterback. They get Chase, so they've got a potent offense. Um, bring in a couple free uh, free agents, and you got a team. It's amazing how it works. And they, they did it the right way. And I think I saw Burrow has a chance to be the first quarterback – to win the Heisman National Championship and a Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. That's rarefied air. Yep. And then I think um, there's Theisman and Montana have done two of those. So he would be the other Joe. But I can't remember which two there are. And then you have Stafford, who spent his career in Detroit sniffed the playoffs a couple years, mm-hmm. right? Terrible teams had, you know, offensive coordinator after offensive coordinator, new coaches keep coming in, but he's he's steady, you know? Always up in passing and and in touchdowns, but he's just had a crummy team. And then he gets traded to the Rams who are what, 2 3 years removed from a Super Bowl, pretty much the same team. And same coach, and he's in a great position to succeed. And they bring in a couple great players. They bring in Von Miller. They bring in Beckham. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm excited. And 
If the Rams win, I win 80 bucks because back in September, I picked the Rams to make it to the Super Bowl and win. Nice. I did Rams Bills was my was my matchup that I bet on on mybookie.com, a proud <laughs> sponsor of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. So, yeah, I didn't want to go crazy and put a bunch of teams in there, so I just decided to go one each conference. So it was uh, Bills Rams for me. Yeah, it's also nice in the playoff league that I, I, it would be pretty miraculous for anybody to catch me a hundred yeah, point lead. You've got a, enough. you've got a good lead. There's, I don't think any. It would have to be, uh, the scoring is not extreme enough. I didn't mention that last week, so I think I've got that wrapped up. So. And then one thing I was reminded of today actually, is the Rams have Robert Woods, uh, you know, on IR hurt. So if Cup Woods and Beckham all come back next year. Holy Lord, that's yeah. going to be an offense. True. I forgot, I totally forgot about Woods. Forgot Woods existed. Yeah. He was dead to me. I wonder if, if Woods was healthy, I wonder if they would have acquired Beckham. I don't Probably think not, have, but, but next now that still. they have all three, it, it would be pretty epic. Sure. And hopefully Beckham wouldn't be a big baby. Uh, well. But then you got to wonder. We already know that's going to happen. You got to wonder, though, uh, was he the problem? Or was it his quarterbacks and his coaches? No, he's the problem. You think so? He's a diva. Because he's been doing pretty good while he's been with the Rams. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see if they uh, we'll see if they if they were to lose the Super Bowl and he has you know three for forty. I wonder how that's gonna be handled. Well, they're not. Gonna I lose. think that would be different. They're not gonna lose. They're gonna win. I got a feeling Rams are gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Because they already had the game where they almost lost it against the Bucks. You know, they were up big. All they had to do was hold on to the ball, and Akers fumbled, right? They got the yips out. They got the interceptions out. That's all gone. They've had two weeks to get this figured out. I think McVay will have their team locked in. Okay. And Donald, oh, boy, he he is hell-bent on winning a Super Bowl. So he is going to be a disruptor. My dark horse for MVP also. You heard it here. The offense would have to be really mediocre for a defensive player. Or his play will have to be really stellar with some sacks, tackles for loss, forced fumbles, maybe a touchdown, maybe an INT thrown in there. Yeah, but even if even no, if yeah, that's the case, if Stafford throws for 250 and two touchdowns, no interceptions, that, and they win, they're going to lean toward the quarterback. But did you hear what I said when I said dark horse? That doesn't mean he's my... It's a very dark horse. He, he doesn't mean like he's my pick. Horse. It doesn't matter. My dark horse. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm very excited. We we have a tradition. We go to a friend's place uh, every year. We've done it for years now. And this is the first year we're bringing the boys. So this should be interesting. <laughs> I remember we were... Are these were, friends without kids? or No, they, they their kids are older. Oh, okay. Two are married. Um, but it's a, it's a good group that's going to be there. Uh, and I was there. We were there. Uh, for the Patriots Falcons game, right? I was the only one rooting for the Patriots in that game, and I mean it was twenty-eight-three at that point, and everybody was just giving it to me, but I was just eating it. I was like, I'm not gonna say anything, but when it, they kept creeping back, by the end of the game, I was a huge dick to everybody, just rubbing it into everybody's face. Yeah. Molly hated me for like a week after that. Yeah. I was first class D bank to everybody. Yeah. 
And they every year they bring it up. Like, I mean, I can't see it. I can't imagine no. you acting that way. So now it's like every year. Shocking. Who are you rooting for this year? And I've been pretty good with my picks, so okay. ramming. I'm, I'm ramming it. <laughs> You're going to ram it. We're ramming it, baby. Okay. Yeah, so I'm very excited. Good. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Uh, we, I always, I, I always want to watch it at home and yeah. I, you know, we, we put out invites to people, but I, there are certain mm-hmm. events where many, many people have just ongoing standing plans. Yeah. So sure. like New Year's Eve, uh, Super Bowl, 4th yeah. of July, a lot of people have standing yeah. plans yeah. for those kinds of things. And so I always kind of look at it as, mm-hmm. especially now that I got a lady, you know, we're fine for it to just be us. Sure. Put out the word to the people that, you know, that we like. And if, yep. if it ends up fine and if it's just us, fine. Um, Zach and Laura normally have, you know, that's, I mean, they're up there right now. We hang yeah. out with them every day. And we <clears> always <throat> try to get them to watch Super Bowl with us. They always have these friends they go to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl with. Well, COVID has affected that. Oh, sure. For whatever reason, somebody has it or they're worried about it or whatever. And so they said, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? And Claire and I both... Side tech, don't they have standing plans? What, don't they normally? What do, what's it? What's it? So that's great. Apparently, uh, apparently they're gonna come over and um, uh, Kurt's a maybe. I mean, I okay. I put it out to him. Yeah, um, sure. He wasn't sure if it would work out, but uh, sounds like Zach and Laura might be coming over. So I just always I I want to watch it at my home base. Yeah, I want to watch it on my own couch. Of course, enjoy it. Of course, I also. <sighs> I have a hard time watching something that I actually want to watch in a big group because everybody's talking and socializing and stuff yeah. and I miss stuff. And then I don't want to be the jerk who is like shushing people oh, constantly. That's the one problem I have with this group. But it's hard. Is there's a couple people who are kind of, they think they're football know-it-alls. And then I have to kind of be like, no, you're wrong. That's wrong. Here's what actually happened. Here's the actual stat. All this. Stuff. I like Matt Stafford. I'd have a beer with Matt Stafford. Hey, I met uh, uh, Ever. Wait, Everson Griffin, the guy behind Zach and I at the. Did you? Oh, you probably didn't listen to that no. podcast when Zach and I went to the Vikings game. The pod, our uh, episode of Dominate Day to Day. We yeah. went through all the different types of fans that oh, you yeah. encounter. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and there was a know-it-all guy behind us. But, yeah. Um. But then it's like, yeah. uh, I forgot. I was gonna say no. Um, but then they're, you know, they're more, there's the lady, the women folk are more interested in the commercials. See, that's my problem though. I, I want to watch the commercials yeah. and I want to watch the game. Yeah. And so there's never a break. And I was talking to my kids about this the other day and they're like, well, Ralph, you can just pause it. I said, yeah, but if you're constantly pausing, you're going to be watching for eight hours. True. Like, and I have to get up and work the next day. I saw a, uh. A thing that said the uh, all the Bengals fans because I saw how much tickets are for this. It's ungodly. I bet it is thousands of dollars for sure. seats. Sure. And uh, this thing was saying how Cincinnati fans are mortified with how expensive these tickets are. And then someone else was saying, "Well, they've had thirty-three years to save up for it." <laughs> and I saw Ouch. this that said, "Joe Burrow's Super Bowl debut." will come earlier than any other starting QB that was drafted number one overall in year two. Matthew Stafford's Super Bowl debut will come later than any other starting QB drafted number one overall 13 years. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. Um, and then uh, I saw another thing where there's people that want to make the Monday after the Super Bowl a holiday. Mm-hmm. In... 
I would enjoy it more if I didn't have to work the next would day. You? Yeah. I and, wish it was Saturday. I want it on Saturday. And that's what I was going to say, too, is there's people that's that want to That's what I want. I want the Super Bowl to be yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, that'd be epic. But And then I know there's schools in Cincinnati. Because then you don't have to do anything yeah. with the holiday. You just yeah. move the Super Bowl. There's schools in Cincinnati that are giving kids Monday off, awesome. which is pretty slick. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I, I would be in favor of Saturday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then everybody could get hammed up <laughs> and just go crazy. Yeah, that would be enjoyable, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but um, I think my f- my first year teaching, I think I took the day after the Super Bowl off. That's fair. Turned out I didn't really need to. Yeah. It was a waste. It's good to have, and I just felt pocket. guilty, you know. Yeah, it's good to have. Uh, so yeah, um, should we take a break now, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, some trade stuff? Yeah, some philosophy. Is that what we have left? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We'll be back in two I was and two, baby. Say, you say yeah, oh, I got it. I do like the sound of a train. Yeah. It was like that one Godsmack song I came across last week when I was going through them and I was just confused. I was like, what is this? Oh, Voodoo? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of their first ones that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see the appeal. I just, uh, I get, it's, I'm gonna have to it's warm fine. up to it. It's I'm fine. gonna have to warm up. No, it's to fine. It. I see the appeal though. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, it rocks out pretty hard. I, I do like the harmonica. That's fun. And the uh, last week, the first song you played, I forget the name of it, um, but that was from the old uh, army commercials, like U.S. Go Army, where it's really, you, yeah, like they're jumping out of the airplane into the rafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what people might know it from. So. Yeah, but I'm excited to see him. It's going to be a good time. Well, here, let's just do this. So I saw, are you familiar with Roy Wilkins, the auditorium in St. Paul? Or no, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Roy Wilkins Auditorium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not know if I've ever seen anything. The last time I saw these guys was there. Okay. And the lead singer, Sully, he plays the drums as well. Ooh, lead singer and drummer. I dig that. Well, he plays the drums. He doesn't... They have a drummer. So he's oh. not singing and drumming at the same time. Oh, wow. Then I don't respect it as much. So, there was Have a, you seen a band where the lead singer is the drummer? Well, just hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. There's a point 
in the show where he's probably going to come out on the drum set as well, and there's going to be a drum off, dueling drum sets, which is one of my favorite things ever in a show. So he'll come out, drummer will go, and they'll just have a, a drum off, mm. drum line style. Okay. Yeah. No Nick Cannon, though. No, no, no. no. So. Nick Cannon's hilarious. <laughs> um, cool. Well, can't wait. <laughs> And actually it was nice because at Wilkins, it's a really small, intimate place. Right. And they do a lot of flames and pyrotechnics. So every time flames went up, you'd feel it on your face. But that the best part like about that to The best part about that night it's is stupid my, loss of my, eyebrows. my cousin got wasty pants and he passed out during the show. A rock show, loud and all that. And he sure. passed out. Mm-hmm. It was great. Okay. It was fantastic. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna hit. He I'm just a, gonna hit shuffle. We'll just uh, we'll just he, let this run. He had a drinking problem. So yeah, that's, apparently that's not a good place to be. He's in. getting better. Not a good place to be. No, in. not at all. So and I'll apparently lead. the one I put on is like, which is a very quiet lead in. Yeah. Okay. So I was gonna lead with a couple offers that I got in sure. one of my leagues. Um, so this was a league I finished kind of midway. Um, I had some injuries that had happened. Uh, this is a super flex tight end premium as well. And, uh, and I, I'm going young. I've got Tua, I've got Burrow and Lawrence as my quarterbacks. Um, and I've got, where are they? I've got Waddle. I've got, uh, my guy, Smith, baby tight end love big irv um and i got jk as well just kidding Dobbins. so i'm i'm young right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i've got some old guys that i've been trying to trade for sure or trade trade away get rid of yeah i've got Devonte adams yeah. i've got kittle unfortunately trading adams i know should have won when they were still oh, i was trying i was I trying know. last I year i was trying so hard and uh lock it so I had put out oh, my only share of lock, and I'm so happy I got rid of them. So I put all three up on the trade block. Okay. Right. I get two offers right away. Okay. Both equally disappointing. Yeah. Disappointed. The first one is I would get Kelsey. I would give up Irv Smith. I would give up Waddle. And I would give up my one six. Oh, that'd be a great deal for that Kelsey owner. Sure would. <laughs> for you, not so much. And I said, dude, this is the exact opposite of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to get younger. I hate it when somebody doesn't accurately assess your he, situation. He gives me this emoji, the oh, shrug. Oh, right? that's a super annoying reaction. And and then... Uh, I'd rather have worth a shot yeah. than, the, than that emoji. So then he says... Well, I just thought maybe you would want to package Kelsey and Kittle together. And I said, I put Kittle on the trading block. I'm trying to get rid of yeah, him. Yeah, open your eyes. So I uh, threw him an offer. Uh, Kittle, I would give him Kittle. for, but he, So he could have Kittle yeah. and Kelsey together. And he's like, since I, he feels strong yeah. about that. And he's like, no. And then I checked, and this guy actually won it last year. So he's, you know, I don't know what he's trying to do. But that wasn't the best offer. Okay. Of course I declined that one. Sure, 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 sure. I put Adams up on the trading block. Yep. Oh, no. 
Alvin Kamara. Yeah. 2022 310. 2023 third for Devontae Adams. I said, bro. And he never got back to me. The only thing I will say is at least there's a player at Kamara's level on his side. I mean, I'm I'm not saying anyone would ever do it. I'm not yeah. saying it's a good offer. But at least there is an A-list player on the other side. But it's a running back. And that's like, come on, it's like nobody does it that way. Right. So those were two offers that I was very disappointed. And this league has been tough to trade. I've been trying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, I had no problem. I think I traded a couple picks away to get younger. But, yeah, it was it was disappointing. That is disappointing. Wow, this first song by them is disappointing, too. This is like a, a ballad from Godsmack. Kind of digging it. Are you really? For the mood I'm in. Some, some easy listening. For the mood I'm in right now. Some I'm easy kinda, listening, yeah. I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. All right, I got some. Um, now, do you want to go over the trades, or do you want to do your philosophical first? So, or you had one trade that led into your philosophical. Yeah, I guess I can. I can give you the philosophical. I can give you the one that led to the philosophical, and sure. then we can have the conversation. Then I might have a couple more I can trade. Yeah, sure. For sure. All right. So. Quarantine to Canton. Okay. It's campus to Canton, obviously. And I was trying to make a push this year. Um, I was trying to make a push this year for winning the winning the championship on the NFL side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hold on, I need to pull it up in here. Okay. So. <clears throat> Sorry, let me just... No, you're fine. Take your time. I mean, we've got 51 minutes. <laughs> yeah. we got time. All right. So, three months ago, I propose this offer to this guy in this league. <clears throat> I'm trying to make a push, okay? Yeah. I offered Terry McLaurin and George Kittle. Mm-hmm. And I wanted Zeke, Mooney, and Kelsey. Okay. Uh, I had no running backs, basically. Sure. But I was doing well because everything else was so stacked. Uh-huh. So I figured I could turn Kittle into Kelsey. I think this was when Kittle was injured. Okay. And nobody knew if he was going to come back or not. Kelsey's Kelsey. I'd get another wide receiver back. Mooney was looking really good. Yeah. And I could add Zeke. Um, he turned it down. I'm not looking to move Kelsey. Okay? Fair enough. Four days ago, he says... Now, keep in mind, that was three months ago, so that was like I was looking ahead to the playoffs. Yeah, playoff push. Three days ago, four days ago, he says, any interest in Zeke for your 2022 NCAA first and second? I said, I'm not even sure I'm staying in this league. (laughs) I'm... Oh, this is another one. This actually could be another conversation. The The NCAA side in that campus to Canton is very hard to get a lineup set because the games are different days. Yeah. It's hard to get information who plays when. 
the buys are not obvious. It's not in your face. You know, any week of the NFL season, I could tell you who's on buy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who's on buy in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. So apparently, I had I think two or three weeks that I had a player starting my flex that was on buy. Oh, Fantrax is pretty good at that. I know in the so the, one league we have, yeah. they have the buys listed. So yeah, but I wasn't good at checking it, and that admittedly that's on me. Mm-hmm. But the previous year when this league started, the NCAA season just got canceled because right. there wasn't anything, there wasn't enough to go on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's not on me, but I. The punishment is you lose your first round pick on the on the NFL side, and I got the one two. If wait, what's the? If you have any, if you start invalid lineups during the year, you have a penalty of losing your first. That's harsh. It's Debbie depleted though, so. But like last that's year, still, that's... but like last year, Lance was available. Yeah. I think Kadarius Tony was available. Okay. Like for, with the one two, I could get somebody. And so I'm kind of bounced around the idea of, I don't know if I want to be back in this league. Not that I want to take my ball and go home. I just, I'm not a tanker. Like, I try to set my lineups, and I don't think it's a fair gauge when you're looking at the NCAA side. Anyway, so I said I'm not even sta- sure I'm staying in the league, losing my 102 um, when I'm trying to set legit lineup, lineups or Leroy's. If I do stay, I'm going to have to say no, though. Zeke is pretty much done, in my opinion. Yeah. And then he says, gotcha, any interest in Mooney? I didn't respond. So then he says, I'd also do the trade you proposed above if you included the first two picks. So the offer I made was during a push. Yeah. Now we're in the offseason, and he wants me to acquire Zeke and Kelsey for McLaurin, who's going to have a better quarterback, and Kittle, who is four years younger than Mm. kelsey no no i said yeah i'm sure oh and he wants me to add he wants me to add two picks to it Uh. i I said don't be greedy so my response was i'm sure you would no thanks that that was a trying to make a playoff push offer i would never try to acquire those players in the Mm offseason so here oh and since then he sent me this offer this is a whole nother issue (laughs) he wants joe burrow and he's offering me kyler murray Okay, one of those players pooped his season down his leg and was horrible down the stretch. Yeah. The other made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Looking amazeballs. And he's got swag. So, this is not the... Yeah. Like, what were you thinking when you made me that offer? Did you hear... Unacceptable. Burrow in an interview... Someone, because he was wearing a chain, yep. someone asked him, is it really? Like, I make too much make money, too much money for, for these to be fake. fake. Yeah, yeah, I know. Awesome. I, I wasn't sure how to, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I love that. I know. I mean, I like him, so I liked it, but yeah. it was kind of a... And the cigar know. smoking, yeah. Oh, sure. I, mean, I can get behind yeah, that. Yeah, I can get behind that. So anyway, that was a whole nother issue. So my question that I posed to you to think about that we could get into here was beginning of the season. Yep. Mid-season, playoff push, off-season, draft season. How do all of those things affect your trading, whether it's trades you accept coming your way, trades you put out? Yeah. Do you want to get the ball rolling on this? Yeah, of course. And, I mean, it always is going to depend on how your team is. Well, sure. You know, if... But that's part of what I was getting at, yeah. too. And... You know, it helps when your trade partner can recognize kind of the direction you're going. But, you know, when you start a season that you think you're going to be competing, obviously you're going to want all your moves 
to uh, be geared towards competing and, and taking the championship. Yep. The worst thing you want to do that we've talked about a lot is ending up in the middle. Right. Right? Not good enough to make the playoffs to make a run. Not good enough to get one of the top picks. Yep. You don't want to be in the middle. If you're in the middle, <clears> you're losing. You want to do whatever you can to not be in the middle, so you have to make the choice. If you're a middle team, do you want to go all in to win the championship? Or do you want to blow it up and acquire picks and young youth? Struggle a few years with your picks and youth, but eventually knowing that those picks and the youth you have is going to get you into the the top. And this caliber. is referring to classic dynasty where the worst team gets yeah. the worst yeah, yeah. or gets the best pick. Yeah, because I I think being middle of the road is very different when you have a consolation bracket where the top winner of the consolation gets the first pick. Right, that is very different because then that's you, different because then you want to be in the situation where you just yeah. miss the playoffs. But the majority of the leagues that I'm in, sure. you know, is is sleeper, right? So yeah. it's it doesn't follow that that suit sure but any that i start are that way because then there's right. no benefit to losing exactly you really have to kind of plan it's anti if you're because then if you're really bad you're sitting at the one eight every year yeah so beginning of the year the trades you're making are kind of long haul kind of trades yeah. like marathon kind of trades yeah. and i also think about um you know during the regular season you want Depth. You want enough depth to mm-hmm. overcome injuries, overcome bye weeks. Yep. You want to be able to handle whatever can come your way. And almost every player ends up missing a week at some point. Yeah. Nobody plays 16 games. so Or 17 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so during the season, you want that depth. Yeah. And then if toward the end of the season, when it's an ideal situation is then you try to turn that depth into the best starting lineup you mm-hmm. possibly can. Yeah, you've got ammo. You've got a bench that you can, for sure. I don't trade for running backs. I I don't trade for running backs for, you know, m- the majority of the time because of their injury proneness, right. losing, their, losing their jobs and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Beginning of the season, too risky. Yep. They, could, they could tear their ACL any day and be out. End of the season, though, is the one time I will because if a guy's hot, you know, a guy's playing hot, he's looking healthy, choir guy at the end of the season like for a, the push. Like a Mitchell, totally. Uh, like a Mitchell, yeah. although he missed a game down the stretch yeah. that didn't help me. I acquired CMC. That was a little earlier, but yeah. you know, he ended up going out again. Uh-huh. Um, but then off season, no way. Like, I'm yeah. trying to trade away running backs. So there's really one time of the year I'm trying to acquire running backs. And even then, I'm, yeah. I prefer to get wide receivers I can trust. And then there's also the time where you're in the middle of the season and then you get the bad luck injury bug. Mm-hmm. And so you've got these players sitting on IR now or your IR is full and they're just sitting on your bench. And then you have to decide, what do I do? Do I, If you know you have a good team and it's just terrible luck, you know, do you just stand pat? Next year you go, you roll with everybody. And you hope next year you're not going to get the injury bug, but everyone's going to be a year older. Um, or do you blow it up? Maybe send those players to somebody else who might want a chance at next year. So there's always a lot of times you sometimes you got to play an audible. And it's uh, true, it really is about constantly assessing your team. Yeah. Because because once you have players going out and on IR and out for the year, if you still think your team is good enough then you want to trade those players for currently performing players. Uh-huh. 
So, like, when I traded J.K. Dobbins, who was on IR, for Montgomery, who was going to be coming back. Right. Um, but if you're losing so many that you're going to be bad, then you actually want to do the opposite, and you want to trade the players you have that are still healthy away for more players on IR, more young players that aren't producing more picks. Yep. And then you're always thinking about how that's going to affect your own pick, too. Yeah. Like, I, I hate the feeling of making that push to get guys to get me over the hump not getting over the hump and then my pick is bad yep. and I didn't win a championship yep. and that is the worst feeling ever and then the best thing that you can do also is identify if you can identify early on the teams that are going to suck that year and if they've got a couple good players that are going to help you talk to them about trading you know if they've got a stud wide receiver that in a couple years isn't going to help their team but can help you now Offer up a pick, offer up someone on your bench, hope to try to acquire that player, you know, wide receiver A, put them on your team, and they're going to propel you into the championship too. So it's, you know, scouring all the rosters and seeing, you know, who's going to help you. Yep. Yeah. And if you trade away your first and it gets you players that are good enough to make your first not as good, yep. then you kind of, it's that extra jab. Right. What about approach? Like, what about? I mean, I think we all know that acquiring firsts is easiest two years out. Mm -hmm. In this in season is probably the best time to try to acquire them because they're the competing teams will use them mm -hmm. to get themselves over the hump. Yes. The problem becomes when you want to acquire first approaching a draft. They become very expensive because people yeah. get excited. And then once they have uh, a spot attached to them, like the 1-1 one, one or 1-2, one, then they you know, gain even more value because you know where they're going to end up. So sometimes it's you know, better to maybe try to take a, uh, a long shot and see, you know, is this guy going to finish and get the 1-1 one, one and I get his pick? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be ideal. Or is he going to rally and end up getting 1-7? Yeah, and I try not to... I mean, so many different things can happen. I mean, I try not to get too hung up on trying to predict where a certain team's going to end mm -hmm. up. But you can't help but do it sometimes. Right. But I've been I've been trying to pile up on the, on the 2023 first and just figuring... If I have, you know, in some leagues I've got four or five picks in that, in that draft... No matter where they fall, I'm going to be happy just because of how things are kind of looking for that for Correct. that draft. I mean, I know a few souls, S O L E, for that draft. Yeah, I know a few souls as well. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's so time of the year for picks as well. I I haven't had much luck acquiring picks on draft day. Some people say that that's the day to no, that's the day to trade them away because yeah. then people get excited about who they could get. But by then, I'm too excited about. Who I'm getting. Not even thinking about it. But I think yeah. that the the flip of when like I would make this trade this day, few weeks later, there's no way in you know what that I would make that oh, trade. Yeah, totally. It changes so fast. Or even in the off season, this guy not to get make, it is annoying. Even in the off season, before the season starts, you make a trade, and then there's also usually a dead zone after the season. Yep. People are watching the playoffs, the Super Bowl. They're not paying much attention no, to fantasy until draft season. It's hard to get yeah. away with people. And it's always fun too, is when when there's a lull, and you get a trade going with somebody, and everybody gets a trade bug, and then there's like four or five trades after your trade. I always want to be the one. To I always yes. want to be the one to light the fire. And you want to latch on to everybody else. 
All right, come on, guys. I'm active. Let's Absolutely. see what you got. Yeah. Absolutely. Totes. Yeah, so if uh, so if anybody uh, out there has opinions on how trade trade talks and offers and uh, what you accept is is changes throughout the year, feel free to yeah. feel free to let us know. And then there's always the the strategy people use. They send the offer and then wait for you to reply, or they message you first and say, "Hey, thinking of offering player A." You've got player B in a, a certain pick. Can we make something work? Mm-hmm. Versus just sending it. And then it's like, you know, when you're in sales. I don't know if you've ever done sales. Probably not. But you... <laughs> I sold coffee at or Caribou. collections, too. You don't want to answer yes or no. I collected the money for the coffee that I sold yeah. at Caribou. You don't want to ask yes or no questions. You want to ask open-ended questions. Yes. Yeah. Get right? them talking. Exactly. Sure. So you don't want to set them up where they just had decline. You want to be like, hey... Let's talk about this. I've got this and this and this. You've got this and this and that. What can we do to make it work? That's why I don't like sending cold offers. And I, that's the one thing I do worry about with moving, um, Roman and, uh, frozen to sleeper is it's going to take away the having to negotiate with actual conversation. Well, you don't know that. I mean, especially in, uh, Roman, when we're dealing with well, that's the true. budget, that's, that's going to yeah, yeah. you won't be able to do it there. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Truth. Truth. All right, I, uh, I got some other offers to throw. Do you have any other final comments about that? No. I any, just, if I, any listeners out there have any additional things yeah. you want to add, and I also told, um, I also told uh, Kurt, we, we have a team of Kurt's to look at here at the end too. Oh, yeah. Let's I, do I it. can pull up, but um, you know, we're getting to the point of the se- we're getting to the point of the fantasy football year where we would love your advice on what you want to hear, people. Yeah. Let's go. Give us some topics. We'll we'll do anything. We'll analyze your teams. We'll do a song and dance. You just whatever you want. Yeah, wait till you see Ralph dance. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. All right, the hundred dollar uh, um, IDP league that I took over the orphan in. Okay. I got a massive here. Just gonna look how big how how big that is. All those players. You ready for this? That's big. Okay. I would be getting. A.J. Dillon, Amari Crapper, Deontay Johnson, Cam Hayward, Aaron Donald. Okay. Now, sounds pretty good, right? But are you hearing any guys there that are the guys I'm passionate about? And Outs- if I'm an, outside of Donald, no. Maybe. And if I'm in a young rebuilding, am right. I going for Donald? No. no. This is also there's no specific defensive tackle, and okay. this is a league where I have both Bosa's. Oh, and yeah. some other defensive lineman that I can't remember off okay. the top of my head right now. All right, here's what I'd be giving up. That'd be good. Darno Mooney. Sure. Evan Ingram. Okay. And all three of my 2023 first round picks. No. My response was, wow, hard pass. But thanks for the offer. Appreciate it. Appreciate the offer, Holmes. And then he said, any interest in any of them? And I said, honestly, no. I'm in a rebuild, and those first are much more valuable to me. Yeah, that's that's dumb. I mean, A.J. Dillon is a running back. I don't want a running back. I'm waiting to get running back until the last minute. I hate Cooper. Deontay Johnson has cinder block hands, losing his quarterback. Hayward is old as dirt. And Donald I really like, but don't need him. You don't need him. Yeah. So, ridiculous offer, right? And that's like... You know, if you just throw an offer out there without paying attention to the team and kind of what the roster requirements are, you're just setting yourself up for failure anyways. 
you know, what's Donald going to do on a team with no defensive line requirements and you've got both both Bosa's? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's stupid. Exactly. Um, I got an offer. Well, I had an issue. I think I may have mentioned this last week, but in uh, Ring of Fire, I had the issue of, oh, sweet, I got a 2023 yeah, yeah, second yeah, yeah. for Patterson. Well, so much for that. Um, here, let's see. I had one more that I wanted to mention. And that was, was it this one? Nope, talked about that one last week. I know I had one more that I wanted to talk about, and it was... Was it there? Was it there? Just taking that God smack. Doobie doo doo. Doobie doo 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 doo. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Can't find it. That's okay. All right, but I can find. I can find this though. Hold on. And while you're doing that, how about some leagues that haven't renewed yet? Yeah, are what's you, that are about? You, are you finding that's happening in a couple of your leagues on, on Sleeper? Uh, yeah, they're taking their good old time. How's uh, how's Ascar doing? Um, I actually had my money, and I was in there asking for my money, complaining. Yeah. And he goes, God, dude. Some, one of those guys goes, God, dude, check and see if you have your payouts before you complain. <laughs> and so I checked. Sure enough, I had my 20 bucks. And I went in and was like, thanks, bye! <laughs> And then I closed out and I was done oh, with it. That's so great. <laughs> it would have it would have been great if we had a mole inside that. Is Kurt still in it or did he leave? I think Kurt might still be in it. If we had a mole in there, just to kind of stir it up every once in a while, we could live vicariously through them. Part of me misses that league, but it was toxic. Oh, sorry. Was that Frere Jaca? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Like We're gonna talk about one of Kurt's teams, so I, but I hit there was an ad because it's on YouTube. Was it Ferrajaka? I don't know. It was an ad. Oh yeah. Bum 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 bum. Oh, I move like Kurt. If, if I, I could be like Kurt. Kurt. Team, yeah, yeah. I forget what we do there. Bump, 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 bump. Ooh, I move like Kurt. If, if I could have Kurt's team, I wanna be, I wanna be like Kurt. Like Kurt. If, if I, I could have Kurt's team. Like Kurt. Be like Kurt. Like Kurt. Be like Kurt. Not Joe Dirt. Alright. Yeah, it was about time we busted that song out. Yeah, I thought so too. Alright, so let me see if I can quickly find. Um, I'm sure that he. There it is. Okay. Actually, I can start with this. He asked me a C2C question. I haven't gotten back to him oh, yet. Sure. So you want to tackle this? Yeah. C2C League. Would you give Malik Willis, 
who, by the way, coming out of the Senior Bowl, we didn't say anything about the Senior Bowl, but apparently yeah, Malik he, Willis looks like the real deal. He showed up. He looks like he's yeah. exciting. All right, would you give Malik Willis College 102 and College one and 202 for fields? In particular, if I am competing only on the college side and am a few years away from competing on the NFL side. Ooh. Competing on the college side, I think, is big. Yeah. Because you're getting Malik Willis, who could come in. I mean, he could be the next quarterback of the Steelers, for example. Mm -hmm. You just never know. Yep. And then he's got those two picks in college to beef up the college team that apparently he's competing in. Yeah. Is it worth giving up all of that for Fields, for fields. just because we've seen Fields for a year? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot of faith in Fields personally, but you know, sure. people are kind of mixed emotions on him. Mm, man, I think I'd want to gamble and stay with Willis. And, stay with and Willis keep, and the if, picks. I mean, if you're thriving with your college team, yeah, stay with the picks for sure. That's what I would do, Kurt. Yeah, and I don't think... I don't think the team we're going to be looking at here is the same team that's from. That's I think fine. it's a different one. But still, yeah, I would uh, hold Pat. Oh, and he also sent me ready for this trade offer that he got. That Kurt got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kurt would receive. Are you paying attention? I'm sitting down and paying attention. Kurt oh, would receive. On. I'm kidding. Kurt would try again. Kurt would receive Matt Ryan. Yeah. Tim Patrick. Marcus Valdez-Scantling, Jalen Guyton, Just Justin Herbert, LaVisca Chenault, Zach Moss, uh, Oz, uh, KJ Osborne, Mac Jones, 2-8-3-9-4-9. So guys, whole team for who? He'd be giving up Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's who he was going to be. That's who he would be getting. getting. Okay. So I don't know if you were paying that much attention. Justin Herbert is pretty much the piece yeah. that's desirable. Well, and Guyton. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah no justin herbert's the desirable piece he totally is now this is how much the owner that offered this to kurt thinks of justin herbert okay here's what kurt would be giving up yeah to get basically justin herbert and, and a bunch of trash the trash that he's gonna ride in on like on a float trashy picks too aaron Rodgers, kirk cousins deandre hopkins cordero patterson odell beckham amari cooper terry mclaurin Chuba Hubbard, Trey Lance, and Armandre Stevenson. Holy crap. Could there be a word? That may be the worst offer I've ever seen. I it's hate, possible. I you hate, hate offers that are that big. With that many I, players. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a three for one or two for one is fine, but a seven for eight? When offers like this go through, it's because the two people that are making the trader board, and they just want to completely yeah. overhaul things and see how it looks. Yeah. But, I mean, that is basically every player Kurt would be getting or giving up, with the exception of Hubbard, has has val dynasty yeah, fantasy totally. football value. And on the other side, it's Herbert and Mac Jones, and Mac Jones as a game manager. That's and not even like... MVS. I mean, yeah. it's just bad. That is yeah. a bad, bad offer. That's a terrible offer. All right, so... I mean, Kurt doesn't even have to waste... Analyzing that one Truth. in paragraph form. Save himself some time on that one. Truth. Wow. All right. And then he sent me. Oh, there we go. He does have a beautiful fantasy football of mind. He does. I love it. All right. You ready? Now, I think he wants us to analyze this team as a whole. Okay. And give us his opinions on what 
to do. Sure. And I think part of it... Hold on. He may have... All right, sorry. I'm clearly unprepared for this. Because I think he may have said... Um, I think he may have said that he was going to introduce this. You, you need filler? Oh, no, this is a funny one. He said, well, looks like I'm going to have to start stocking up on those 2025 picks I now, too. I saw that, too. That guy's ripped. He's 17 years old. Jack that guy's 17 He's years old? 17 years old. Jeez. Yeah. That is incoming four-star true freshman running back for UGA, Branson Robinson. Goodness gracious. Unbelievable. All right, well, I, he didn't give me an introduction, so we'll just look at the team as a whole. So here's where we're at with this with this squad. So you can just listen to it, take it in, let it just flow is over it, you. Is uh, it super flex, tight end premium, any, any crazy things you mentioned at all? Or no? Do we know how we finished last year? It is a Devi. Okay. Not a ton on the Devi side for this one. His Devi players are... Uh, Kyle McCord, Ty Thompson, Mario Williams, Bo Nix, Jace McClellan, JT Daniels, Marcus Rosamy. Okay. So, I mean, I'm no Debbie expert, but that's not a lot on the Debbie side. No. Um, and then you just commented, makes me, uh, makes me cry when I think of who I could have had if I knew what I was doing in oh, Debbie, because I was totally. like the first one, yep. one of his first ones. All right. So I want you to just listen to his team, let it rain over you, just bathe in it. And let's hear your initial reactions. Here's the starting lineup. Okay. He may be just bragging on this, to be honest, but we'll see what you think. Mm. Herbert, Kamara, Dobbins, Adams, Diggs, uh, A.J. Brown, Kyle Pitts, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Aaron Rodgers. That's the starters. What are your initial thoughts? It's, this is a total break. That's a post. super superstar championship team. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he, because I think it says he has the one twelve. So maybe he won the championship and now he's not sure what he should do. Like yeah, if he should hold on to everybody and win it again. I mean, but he's probably thinking like, okay, do I bail on Kamara and, and go a different route there? Do I try to get out from under Adams? Go from there. And and yes, he should, in my opinion. Well, he should wait to see where Adams goes first. <clears throat> I would. I'm. His value is lower right now. Outside of this league, I'm trying to get rid of Adams. I'm holding him everywhere else to see where he goes. Yeah, that's true. All right, here's his bench. Trevor Lawrence. It's a herd of elephants on there on purpose. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence, Ty Johnson, Josh Kelly, Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, Deontay Foreman, Murray, uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, Corduroy. Uh, Beasley, Duvernay, Semiris, Bryson Hopkins, Ian Thomas, Tyler Croft, O.J. Howard, Rudolph Grant, uh, Jimmy Graham, Logan Thomas, Najoku. So there's definitely some some crap there. Yeah. Uh, on IR, he's got your boy Irv Smith, and he's got uh, Kylan Hill running back for Green Bay. Yeah. On Taxi, Nixon, Roundtree, Sage Surratt, Josh Bates, and then he does have the 112. Yeah. So as I'm looking at this, I'm trying to remember what Kurt. We may I may have butchered this. I don't remember what I don't remember what he wanted us to talk about. But that is a superstar stud team. You're saying basically hold. Yeah. However, with his bench, I mean he's uh, an injury or two away from having a rough team. So true. Maybe you know if he wants to move 
a piece or two to bulk up his bench, a lesser starter and a couple good bench spots, and still save the core of his team, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I might look at something like... Because he's got Jefferson and A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody would kill to have those two on the same team. I'm not saying anybody's dumb enough to do it, but C.D. Lamb had a very down year. Mm-hmm. If you could trade... I mean, I traded Adams before this past year. I traded Adams for Lamb and 2-1, and I was ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, if you could trade Adams for Lamb and another piece now, I think that would be a way where you don't lose much. I mean, not, I don't mean I don't mean you're not losing yeah. much. Obviously, you're losing a lot. Or try to production. try to go after like uh, gain another uh, piece. Uh, uh, McLaurin, a scary Terry. I was too. just gonna say McLaurin's yeah. the other guy who had a very down year, mm-hmm. but everything should be looking up. So if you could turn Adams into McLaurin yep. and another piece, That'd maybe be... you maybe you look at a future pick. Like maybe they're not caring. You know, there are people who who don't care about trading away a 2023 pick because it's far enough down the road and they're only yeah. thinking about winning now, exactly. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so you want to take advantage of that. And I, I know Kurt does want to inquire those 2023 yeah. picks. He knows a lot of souls in that draft. Obviously, don't blow it up. I mean, he's got a great team, just a couple tweaks. Uh, Rodgers, <clears throat> the second the news breaks about where he'll be, Yep. once it's confirmed he'll be somewhere, even if, if it's staying with Green Bay, going to Denver – Going to you know where going to Tampa Bay. I've started to hear that now. Yeah, I've heard that too. Maybe he's the new guy in Tampa Bay. I don't know why you'd want to follow Brady and go just be the next guy in Tampa. Yeah. I feel like for Rodgers, I feel like his ego wouldn't allow that. But yeah. Um, but and once I, there's any excitement for Rodgers, I'd be trying to flip him because you I, have Lawrence waiting in the wings. Yeah, and I just saw that he won the MVP. Rodgers did. Rodgers did. Okay. Back to back years. Don't have any feelings about that generally. Just saying, just popped up. Back to back. That's pretty good. You know, you can't win championships, Super Bowls. Um, Oh, I forgot. I know what I was going to say. Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Montana, and Jim Brown have also had MVP in consecutive seasons. Nice. Yeah. Uh, You know what Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you? I saw a thing about your boy Stafford. Yeah. That with a Super Bowl, he solidifies his spot in the Hall of Fame. I saw that too. Um, Do you think that's true? No. Me neither. I don't know. Because, I mean, that's what people are saying about Eli, but he's got two, right? But he really wasn't that good of a quarterback. It. I mean, you can't judge it just on, I mean, if we're looking at Super Bowls, I mean, is Brad Johnson a Hall exactly, of Fame quarterback? Exactly. Is Trent Dilfer a Hall right. of Fame quarterback? I mean, that's the argument I always but use. But then you too. look at Marino, he doesn't have a Super Bowl, but he exactly. was amazeballs. So. Yeah. So, I mean, there shouldn't be one BLN doll like you win a Super Bowl. I mean, some are saying he got to the Super Bowl, he should be in it. And if he, yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't agree with that. I, I just think, you know, yes, his stats were good, but he was on losing Detroit teams for years and years. A lot years of those are garbage, 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 and garbage and time and stats. And if he could, yeah, exactly. And if he, if he could have gotten, if he could have gotten Detroit on his back, yeah, to deep into the playoffs a few times, I might feel completely differently. But he gets traded to a team that has everything completely set up. Yeah for him it other was a, than other than the quarterback it he was, was the last turn, piece it was a turnkey property turn it was ready to go it was <laughs> yeah. ready yeah it was not my house no no i mean your house is charm though uh it does yeah. it does it's it got does. some kind of charm but no i um 
he would have to make it again or win another one to be I love the guy. Great story, but Me too. I'm a fan. I think people loosen up their Hall of Fame requirements a lot, but they pick and choose who they want to be in. Like I just made the case why Manning, Eli Manning shouldn't be in. You know, he he won two, yeah, but not a good quarterback. Stafford makes the one and wins it and he gets in. I mean, it's... I mean, Rodgers has only won one. He's not clutch at all when it comes to winning right. at the at the very end. Yeah. But I think he's good enough. One is enough. But he does have MVPs to back him up, True. too. I mean, that helps. Yeah, it does. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. But... Kurt, unless I'm forgetting something about uh, talking about this team, um, I think you're uh, just bragging. So. You braggart. It's quite a team. All right, anything else we have other than just being excited for the uh, Super Bowl, buddy? Uh, okay, let's end on Super Bowl predictions. Okay, Super Bowl S- yeah, predictions. A, a score in mind? I haven't thought about it. Okay. So off the either. cuff, I'm going to say... bangles on the foot of Evan McPherson. Oh, that's that's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I mean, I that is, I mean, that is a that's a bold prediction because I think the Rams are most likely gonna win. But I, I just, you know, I've been rolling with the Bengals throughout this playoffs as as yeah as my um you know, team that I have players on for that playoff league. And I just, they've continued to do it. Make me look good. So I'm going to go 27, 17 Rams, 27, 17 Rams. Stafford wins MVP. Okay. Yep. I mean, with mine, I think Burrow for sure. I think uh, I'll go even further and say that the uh, Rams stymie the run for the Bengals and the Bengals have to take to the air. Um, but then Burrow just can't get it done through the year on the big stage in his second year. I think, and I think he uh, will probably be under attack. I mean, that offensive line has held it together well, but yeah. it just feels like the Rams are probably yeah. going to get there. But yeah, I think I think Von Miller is going to be a big uh, force disruptor. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I really am. It's going to be fun. A lot of fun. All right. I'm ramming it. All right. Do you want to make any kind of wager? Since you're going to Bengals, I'm going Rams. You know how much of a betting man? I'm not. I mean, I, something fun like who brings the drinks next week or something. Oh, okay. Not loser shaves facial hair. Uh, no. Did you notice I've already trimmed off the point? Yeah. I don't feel like myself. What am I supposed to grab when I'm thinking? There's nothing here. No, your years. But my lady said, "I've never seen you without the point. I'd like to see you without the point." What? And so I went. Oh, and you did it, it on her behest. Okay, yeah. all right. And then she told me how handsome I look without it. I'm thinking, "Oh, thanks, babe, okay. but I'll never be without the point again because right. I don't like my rounded face." So loser brings winner's drink of choice. Like it for the podcast. We're shaking. Okay. Also, We're shaking. Also, for the record, Daddy did not have COVID last week. COVID-free. It was just a bad headache. I get him some. Did you actually test? No. Then how do you know you didn't have it? Because I had no other symptoms. I was fine the next day. I slept it off. 
that's what I did, and I had it. No, but you also felt crummy. Not you just had a headache. headache so bad you couldn't come record with me. Yeah, because I get headaches sometimes. I've had headaches. Yeah, me too, and I'm talking to you. <laughs> I've had headaches pre-COVID for years, so it was not COVID. All right, I'm starting the music. Start it up. Start it up, Buttercup. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm still Dave. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Make good choices, but not too good. Yeah, go Rams. And uh, go Bengals. And uh, we will see you next week, and we'll see who's bringing the beverages. Yeah, bringing or the beverages. Or bringing the beverages or providing the beverages because we're at my house. Right. But, you know, same difference. So Yeah. Um, and Dave's going to try better next time. I'm just thinking of what I might want. Probably bourbon. I mean, I've, you you already have bourbon here. I'm no, I'm pretty much out. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'll go shopping. We'll think about. Um, or you maybe you'll have to go shopping. We'll see how the game goes. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, you said it all. We'll we'll try better next week. Uh, thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow, we went deep. Still, it's only ten o'clock. That's nice. Out of my normal time. <laughs> 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 I'm a little man.